at some point, I think Soundwave and Blaster are fighting over them in Hawaii. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the AfterSpark Podcast, an episode-by-episode recap of the Generation 1 Transformers Part 2. I'm Els. And I'm Spex. And today we're going to be talking about episode number 16, Heavy Metal War. Let's talk about giant robots today, shall we? Mm-hmm. We open in a construction site with a purple machine of some kind being moved. And it's purple. Clearly it's destined to be Megatron catnip. We had a conversation about this. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I want to know what kind of world this is. Like, half the time, the stuff the Decepticons steal is already Decepticon purple. Or looks like it was built by them. So, I don't know if you guys have seen the entirety of the Batman animated series that came out in the 90s, but there's this one episode where this guy opens a Joker-themed hotel. And the reason he did this was because they had run out of money and he thought this would incite the Joker to attack the hotel and then he would get the insurance money. So, it's an insurance scam. Pretty much. Paint it purple and the Decepticons will come. (laughs) Suddenly, a sextet of lime green construction vehicles show up on the scene right out of nowhere. That totally don't have purple Decepticon symbols on the front or anything. And the purple thing they've come to steal is apparently an energy disc. It's not disc-shaped in any way, shape, or form, but okay! The construction workers fetch their own construction vehicles to confront the Decepticon ones. It's time for a demolition derby, baby! With construction vehicles. Watch out! That dump truck has missiles. (laughs) They're hardcore. (laughs) And, oh lo, look and behold, there are more purple things to steal. They, They steal another purple thing off a wall, and this one's called a power converter, interestingly enough. This one does, in fact, have a little satellite disc dealio on it. Clearly, the construction workers got the names mixed up. Yes. The construction vehicles transform into robot mode, introducing themselves as the Constructicons, and then they proceed to fly off. And all the stuff that they stole, which got put in Long Haul's truck bed, I presu- presumably went into subspace when he transforms, because it just poops. <laughs> Foolish man of flesh is my favorite insult for this episode, courtesy of Scrapper. (laughs) The Constructicons return to a temporary Decepticon hideout where the other cons are waiting. Megatron says something that insinuates the Constructicons were built on Earth. I have so, so, so many questions about this. One, how? Two, where did their sparks come from? And three, in a later episode, we will get an entirely different origin story for them where they are very clearly from Cybertron. Complete with mind control tentacles. Um, This is a theme here. Yeah, just in case you thought we were done with them, you're never done with mind control tentacles. Definitely not in this cartoon. (laughs) Toy roll call is all the Constructicons are listed individually. Scavenger, Mixmaster, Longhaul, Bonecrusher, Hook, and Scrapper. Megatron and Starscream have another tiff. Starscream calling Megatron out on his bullshit. Something along the lines of Megatron has a plan to defeat the Autobots once and for all, and Starscream's like, where have we heard that before? Every episode. (laughs) Pretty much. I'm like, Starscream has a point. (laughs) Sometime later, Megatron arrives at the Autobot base. And the Autobots attempt to dissuade Megatron from whatever evil scheme he's got hatching by coming to their base. Cliffjumper attempts to freeze him because it's Cliffjumper. 
Wheeljack attempts to shoot him, but his gun blows up of his own volition, because it's Wheeljack. <laughs> yep. Optimus proceeds to shoot at Megatron, and the two of them hold an entire conversation as Megatron does some vaguely ballet, well, vaguely air ballet-like moves in order to dodge the blast. It's surprisingly graceful. Megatron has come to challenge Optimus to a one-on-one fight, and the loser must leave Earth. He cites Cybertronian law for this. This is a stupid law, a really freaking stupid law. The first of many. Wheeljack and Ironhide seem to support this as it would end the war, but Cliffjumper isn't happy about it. For once, I agree with Cliffjumper. I never say that. (laughs) Mr. Suspicious is right. Sometimes. (laughs) You should be suspicious of Megatron. (laughs) Well, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) Every once in a while, Cliffjumper says something that is uh, relevant or seems to have some amount of sense. Is occasionally correct. Yeah. <laughs> Optimus accepts the challenge and Megatron flies off. Back at the Decepticon base, we see that Megatron is planning on being a cheater McCheater pants by using the machine assembled by the Constructicons to absorb the powers of all the other Decepticons. How are they doing this, you ask? With a power chip rectifier, of course. A thing we will never hear about again. When do we ever hear about any of things ever again in the show? Valid point. Starscream is hesitant, and he tells Megatron that this is cheating. Starscream's moral compass gets some exercise here. Did he forget who he was talking to? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe he was channeling Skyfire. (laughs) He's like, that one, I'm convinced Skyfire is his, like, moral compass. (laughs) Probably the remaining cons give up their power chip rectifiers without comment. Scrapper turns on the machine for the transfer, with Megatron shouting a variety of things that sound pretty dirty without context, mostly made up of a gratuitous use of the word more with a hefty serving of more power! This works, and Megatron orders the Constructicons to disable Teletran 1 so it can't alert the Autobots to their deception. And now Megatron can summon red lightning from his fist. Through the power of being a major (laughs) asshole and a huge cheating cheater. (laughs) In the arc, it looks like Optimus and literally every single other Autobot head to the battleground, leaving no one behind to keep an eye on Teletran. This was not a good idea or well thought out, but apparently they all wanted to be spectators. Apparently. (laughs) Both sides basically sit down to spectate this match. Soundwave even releases his cassettes so they can watch. He pets Ravage too. I love it. It's very cute. (laughs) Ironhide and Chip briefly mention the Roman gladiatorial fights. In comparison to the Optimus-Megatron fight. Yeah. And I deeply wish I could butt in and tell Chip that Megatron was a literal fucking gladiator. I bet he'd be fascinated. (laughs) According to the G1 UK comics, he was too, in addition to the IDW ones. So it's multi-continuity. Pretty much. It's later reused in his backstory both for the first IDW run and Transformers Prime. Mm Mm-hmm. And Megatron tosses Optimus over his shoulder, one-handed. Throughout the match, the Decepticons point out which powers Megatron's using at any given moment. Starscream has the power of bombs and his null ray. Megatron uses his weird hip gun to shoot Optimus before using Rumble's earthquake ability. Optimus Prime suplexes a boulder at Megatron, but he uses Skyrope's teleportation ability to evade. And if the Autobots had not figured out this incredibly obvious thing that was happening, then they really should have once he used Skywarp's ability. Yeah. Cutting to the Constructicons, they've made it to the volcano where the Ark is located. 
And Scavenger is just straight up Ratchet's VA doing a not so different voice. Hi, Scooby. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Megatron and Optimus continue to fight with Megs using Reflector's ability to momentarily blind Optimus as he hits him with Thundercracker's sonic booms. Optimus is finally taken down by one more blast by Megatron's fusion cannon, and Megatron declares himself the victor. Honestly, I'm not sure how none of the Autobots could hear any of the Decepticon commentary. I mean, that that's a valid point, too. I'm just sort of like, guys, you really, really should have realized what was going on. That and it's Megatron. Do you really think he's going to play fair? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Autobots head back to the Ark to fix Optimus, with the Decepticons escorting them. This is not the first time, I think, that, or will not be the last time the Decepticons escort the Autobots to make sure they don't cheat. <laughs> this is... Which, I mean, irony. <laughs> Hypocritical. A little bit. Yeah. The Constructicons make it to Teletran 1, but not before the computer alerts the Dinobots, who apparently stayed behind. Not really sure why these guys were the ones left behind. They would have loved to watch the fight. Probably because they would have wanted to join in on the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Valid point. I don't think they would have taken no for an answer. They're very much guys who want to want to get their fight on. Yeah. A fight ensues with the Dinobots forcing the Constructicons out of the volcano... And this episode marks the first appearance of the Combiner, the ginormous Devastator, which the Constructicons formed to fight the Dinobots. Ratchet and Wheeljack succeed in fixing Optimus. And then Spike and Teletran inform the rest of the Autobots that Megatron was using the other Decepticons' abilities, rendering their agreement null and void. Outside, a giant Autobot shows up out of nowhere to scare the pants off Devastator. An illusion by Hound, of course. Mm-hmm. They're very... They're very handy. The Constructicons are knocked into some handy lava, as are the rest of the Decepticons in the following fight, with Optimus finishing off Megatron. And Optimus says, It is ended. He means for this season. The Decepticons will return with no ill effects from their lava bath in Season 2. It might count as a spa, even. (laughs) And Megatron's pissed and vows to rise again! Of course he does. And that's the end of Season 1 of The Transformers. We did it! We'll be back in a month with the beginning of Season 2, but in a few weeks, join us as we talk about the crossover comic, Mars Attacks the Transformers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we actually have read the comic. It's quite fun. So we're looking forward to getting to talk about it. Yes. And Specs, I believe we have some fanfic for today. Yes, we do. We have two pieces of fanfiction to recommend. They are both Constructicon-based since it's their first episode. Right. Might as well focus on them. So the first uh, recommendation is Diversion by Steel Circle. It is based in the G1 cartoon continuity. It's rated K+, and it's a genfic. There aren't any pairings, but our characters for this piece of fanfiction are Scrapper, Hook, Scavenger, Mixmaster, Longhaul, and Bonecrusher. And in summary, Bonecrusher and Mixmaster put their own spin on a human form of entertainment. I am not going to spoil what that form of entertainment is, but we have actually seen it in one of our earlier recommendations. All right. I haven't read this one yet, so I have no frame of reference. <laughs> it's it's good. It's pretty short. I definitely recommend it. And our theme for this one and the other one was Constructicons. So that's very short. And it's a one-shot. They're both one-shots. And the second of recommendation is What Are You In For? by Secret 2. It is set in the IDW G1 comic continuity. It's rated K. There is some slight shipping in it. And our pairings are... Well, the one pairing is Hook Scrapper. The characters in this fic are Scrapper and Mixmaster, and there are actually some 
some like mooks so who are there at the beginning and do some talking but they aren't important <laughs> they're not important they're not what we're here for yes and in summary scrapper finds himself in a holding cell for trying to help his friend hook get into the medical case where he meets a quiet cellmate with a drum mixer on his back it's thick bastard <laughs> it is it is and they're both really good and i like them and they're that one's also a one shot uh they're short but they're good so i'd recommend them <laughs> and that's it for the fan fiction recommendations thank you and there are no fan art today like I said we will be doing a comic next time though mm-hmm Alright, and that just about wraps it up for us today. Remember to check us out on Tumblr or Pillowfort as Afterspark Podcast for any additional information, show notes, or links we may have mentioned. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Afterspark Pod, all one word, and various other locations by searching for Afterspark Podcast, such as AO3, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube, just to name a few. Till next time, I'm Specs. And I'm Els. Toodles! Toodles!